Welcome to another episode, actually a special episode of Mai Tais at Sunset. It's Black Friday. Guess what? Thanksgiving's over. It's time to get up and return everything and go get those specials. What do you think? <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Aloha, I'm Mai, and that is hilarious. Yes, let's go. Sh- I wish I could just go shopping. <laughs> I'm probably I don't know super what- busy this weekend because... I always am, but I do a lot of shopping online, and there are actually a few things that I actually have been waiting to get specifically for the Black Friday sales. Okay, what are those? What? What? Give us an example of what's on my shopping list for Black Friday. Um. Okay. Well, first, I'm going to send an intention that we are going to share a lot of positivity, have a lot of laughs, and everybody just has a great time listening to us. Um, my things on my list. I want to get my mother the DNA test, the one of the ancestry ones, or one of the other ones that are twenty three me. Yeah, I think that one. So I know that one's a Black Friday I- deal. I want to get her that. Um, I think she's the only, I tested my dad already, but I kind of like to get him on a different one, you know, get mm-hmm. your parents all tested up and as much genealogy stuff. Tested up, she said. Yeah. Get him tested up. Because it's different from oh. different um, providers. Different providers have different algorithms for their, their DNA testing. So it's kind of neat to have true. more things. It just answers a lot of questions like, where in the world did we come from? I think I want to do something like that. I've been looking at 23andMe um, with the full, like, health panel as well. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the reasons is um, my brother doesn't think that we're completely 100% Chinese, even though, like, you know, four generations ago we did identify as Chinese. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a bit a mix of Mongolian in us because we're not necessarily like the typical mainland China look mm-hmm. as far as our family structure so it'd be interesting to take a look at that because my um, great-grandfather was over seven feet tall. So I actually have a picture of them. Yeah. And my grandfather, you know, he's standing up. He's he's the middle. No, he's the youngest. And my um, grandfather's brother was seven four, And then my grandfather's dad is sitting down in a chair uh-huh. because he's super, super tall. And I can just tell... They're very, like, thin, and which I wish I was thin and wiry <laughs> like they were. Um, very thin, but my I saw my, like, great-grandmother, and she's she's also tall, too. She's sitting down, and she's almost reaching the height of my um, great-grandfather. So I was like, wow, I would really like to know. Because, I mean, I think 70 to 80% of the males on Earth are somehow related to Genghis Khan. Oh, oh yeah. Did you yeah, notice yeah. that? Did you know I that? I did know that fact. Because of because of how much he he spread basically spread his seed, seed. everywhere. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not a nice so way, I think, but I think he did. Somewhere in there. No. No, but his that was his whole intention was to like take over. Yeah. One way or another. I think uh Well, let's not get into that. Um I also wanted to That's a great Christmas gift though. <laughs> yeah. That was a great Black Friday, Black Friday deal. Yeah. Black... 23 me yeah. sponsor us. It's also the time to like I um I know that Super Bowl is usually around the time everybody wants to buy televisions and I have a yeah. TV that is dying. And so I kind of want to get a new one, but I'm trying to wait for the um the Super Bowl deals 
So that's still a little bit away, but hmm. I'm, they're starting to happen. You're starting to see them. There's still inventory problems, I think, you know, with the chips and stuff. So hopefully that's like already starting to be made elsewhere. I want to make a promotional pitch to you. Mm-hmm. Amazon just came out with their own brand of TV. So it's completely already built in with like Fire TV and it has all the things with Alexa and everything. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad deal. 43 inch was like 399 for their best version. And I think like a 65 was like maybe around 799 or something like mm-hmm. that. Don't quote me on that, but there's two versions of it. There's like a lesser version and then there's a bigger version. No, I would So you should look into that I too. I totally want to look yeah. into that. I didn't know that Amazon was making their own television. And I I think it's actually a pretty good deal for the quality that you're going to get. Yeah. Other things that um I look for around Black Friday are computer parts. Trying very hard to expand my server because when we do recordings like this and then I do video recordings and I need all this memory to do editing and uh, mm-hmm. we've already filled up our um, our Google Drive so <laughs> I need to still empty get all the stuff off and I'm trying to make room on my server to store it so you're getting a 23andMe kit. You're going to try to look, maybe browse some TVs. Now, what size are you looking at here? Um, At least, uh, well, right now I'm replacing like a 48-inch TV. And I think I'd like to go just a little bit bigger than that, but not too big. Mm-hmm. 55. Yeah, something around there would probably be all right. Costco has some good deals. I don't know. You'd have to strap it to your pickup truck. They do. They have good deals. Um, and Costco has a 100% return policy. Good warranty. So does Amazon, actually. We've we've bought um, – sometimes they charge a re, um, restocking fee, huh? fee. Yeah, we've been hit with that. Um, but Best Buy does price match. Mm. So And they're here locally, so I would also consider you looking at them as well. Um yeah, what would you get for Black Friday? What kind of things are on your list? Mm. Well, I've already been perusing Amazon for Black Friday deals. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I going to buy? Now you really put me on the spot. Well, I, I again stress the importance of sleep. And as especially as gift giving, um, cervical pillow or the memory foam pillow, anything to like cradle your neck in the best position that you like to sleep in. I feel like I'm being hugged when I use my cervical neck pillow. Mm-hmm. So I'm totally there with you. Um, my dogs like to use it as a sleeping pillow uh-huh. as well. Like they'll put their head on it next to me and I'm like, this is too close. <laughs> um, Black Friday deals. Let's see. I'm thinking about my new house. Um, storage. No. Storage is great, but there's it's funny because you buy like storage and organization and yet you don't have the space for it. Like, I bought all these, like, cubes, mm-hmm. you know, those collapsible cubes. Yeah. Very cute. They fit on the shelves. They look really great. But I'm like, what do I put in here without making it cluttery? Yeah. I was thinking about it, and I have literally bought almost everything from my house. So the only thing I can think of is maybe buying more air purifier, like one more air purifier for the other side of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like those, but I already have, like, three or four of them. Um, they were really useful when there was like a lot of like the air quality is really bad. So I'm looking at this company called Lavoit and they actually have like really good ones. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm looking at that. I'm looking at some dog harnesses and like new upgraded like <laughs> outfits for the dogs, like little sweaters yes. and stuff. So that sometimes goes on like Black Friday sales. But I really was like looking and I don't really need a lot because remember we were talking about like downsizing mm-hmm. and like being more responsible about purchases. Yep. I think that's what I need to do. Yeah, I know. I have way too much stuff. I'm trying not to clutter and it's it's so hard. Yeah. We were talking earlier and like I literally bought like a mountain of these things to slide under your bed. Yeah. They're full. I have like one more slot under all the beds that are in my house. <laughs> so I I have to be like selective of what's going in there. And it's funny because one closet is full of like survival gear, army gear. And like it's just to the top like filled with backpacks and bags. And I was like, why do I have like 15 duffel bags? Like I need to calm down. Now your brother does have storage unit. What is yes. that like if you were to put something in there? Because I, when I think of storage units, they're metal boxes and they're going to be exposed to the elements. There's no climate control in there. Right. How do things fare? So the only thing, the, they, they do okay. I would say don't put like sheets and towels and stuff. Things that could mold. Out there. But, but, but because we're moving into a cooler season... Mm-hmm. It's actually okay. I have, like, these waterproof sealed bags. And so I have, like, towels and um, sheets, like, in my garage area, mm-hmm. which is fine because it's in a sealed bag. Yeah. You know, um, during the summer, I wouldn't put those in that storage. I'll move them. So what I would put in storage is, like, duffel bags, suitcases, you know, things that are not going to really matter if it's, – it's waterproof. These storage containers are waterproof, mm-hmm. but – I would be putting in there things that I don't care about that are going to be exposed to, like, extreme heat. Yeah. So we were talking earlier, and I was organizing and everything. Mm-hmm. You asked me, do I change out my wardrobe for the seasons? Yes. And I'm going to say yes, because I've lived in, in areas where we have seasonal changes. And then I, in turn, stupidly asked you, do you <laughs> change your, you know, your wardrobe as the seasons change? You're like, no, no. never. Okay, there is one thing I do. I have three. Lucky bitch. I have three jackets. So one I call my Sherpa jacket, which is just a hoodie with the faux Sherpa lining, I guess, sheep lining. Um, And then I have like a sweater that I wear out in public. Uh, And then I have another one that is a blue velour looking (laughs) jacket that is like just to wear when it's kind of cool, but not freezing cold where I need to use a thicker hoodie. That's, That's my winter wardrobe add-ons and that's all i got you know i wish that we had like one consistent sort of temperature here in texas so that i could just have like the basics there were people that i met um throughout my like moves and everything they have like a basic wardrobe so they only have like 10 or 15 items that they would just mix and match and i was like wouldn't people realize like you're wearing the same thing over and over again and they're like well you accessorize and i'm like i would notice so i said so what do you do like when you need to change out your basics and they were like oh i would go to these stores that just specialize in like basic clothing that you could just mix and match and everything looks great i was like i don't know if i could do that because i like color you know Mm -hmm. well usually you have like like uh my aunt when i was younger told me Always buy, uh, if you're going to make an investment in an expensive clothing piece like outerwear or 
you know, your, your pants or your solids. She said, always do them in a classic style that is timeless. And then, you know, you buy seasonal things that are popular, trendy, trendy things, but just a few pieces, (laughs) which I can't wear here, but it's crazy. I keep wanting them. They do. They do wear them they there. They do, and though. it's crazy. All it does is it gets very. It would get your feet would be sweaty. Let me be honest. You'd sweaty. have sweaty feet, and yeah. then the Uggs would just smell really bad. Yep. But there's people who they have them. Are, I know. I know. Okay. And they don't change out the liner. It's gross. So that's it for for my winter attire. <laughs> Three sweaters. Sometimes I will pull out like um, extra socks to wear on my feet in my house because I'm usually barefoot the whole time. I do have really nice boots and I barely wear them. It, it, there's a very brief amount of time that I wear them in the winter. You just got to travel. You got to travel to a place yeah, where it's cold. I know. You got to do it. <laughs> That's why I have winter gear <laughs> is specifically for travel. When I was a teenager and I went on my first trip um, to the East Coast, um, I had a friend whose mom, she goes, my mom has this um, really thick winter coat and it was like a ski jacket, a puffy white ski jacket. And I was, she goes, yeah, why don't you just borrow this? And I was so worried because it was white and she's, but she's like, you're going to mm-hmm. need it. You're going to be cold. And she doesn't wear it here in Hawaii. So she sent me off with this white jacket. I took her jacket all the way to the East coast and back and it was really warm. I bet. But and I gave it back to her spotless. <laughs> you know, I didn't eat or drink anything. Oh, you dry cleaned it when you gave it back. Yeah, That's so I nice. I gave it back to her spotless. It's like, thank you for letting it. It did save my life. What is your favorite thing to make with leftovers from Thanksgiving? <sighs> Sandwiches. What is your favorite um, Thanksgiving leftover sandwich? I do, it for us. I do like a dark turkey meat. Um... American cheese, usually craft, a little bit of like cranberry sauce, mm-hmm. and maybe like smush on a little bit of mashed potatoes for, you know, just kind of like texture slash creaminess because it can be mm-hmm. dry. And then I just try to shove the whole thing in my mouth. <laughs> okay. So my favorite is also a sandwich. And so our favorite is you have to have white bread and then we put mayonnaise. It has to be best foods in our house. And then we do cranberry sauce next. And then I actually like the drier turkey breast, like the white meat. But dark meat's fine too. White um, meat? I, what? Just because it is dry and the mayonnaise plus the cranberry sauce oh, okay. is killer with that. Um, and that's it. Maybe lettuce and tomato if you have it, but it doesn't even need it. Just that. I know. <laughs> I, I just love leftovers. Like a good old reheated mashed garlic mashed potato or some sweet potatoes. My sister-in-law makes the best apple pie and pumpkin pie. Like, <laughs> Is it some drool coming out? <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who were not there and were wondering what that silence was, Miley basically just saw me go into food coma. <laughs> Memories. You look concerned memories. for a minute when I opened my eyes. I was just like, eh. <laughs> um, is uh, it's it's is it cold now? Is it really cold? 
No, it's actually been hot, but a cold front comes tomorrow, so it'll be cooler. So I'm excited about okay. that. Do you see two little ears? I do see just the tips of these two little dog ears sitting on your lap. <laughs> oh, dog love. They're the best. They are the best. the best. I haven't seen them for a few days. Actually, for a week. I haven't seen them for a week. And oh. um, my parents were taking care of them for a little bit while I work on the land. And I <laughs> came home and the first thing they wanted to do was go to my old room and lay down on the bed and go to sleep. Like, they just mm -hmm. all wanted to sleep. What is wrong with you, you muggin? Anyway, so... So we take a 30 routine. Yeah, they did. I wonder if they have this routine going when you're not there. I don't think so. The other night was kind of funny. My dog... I was... Um, oh, my Christmas tree is decorated. Ooh. And I had spent this one evening decorating my tree... And my dog is on such a routine that she want she knew we go upstairs and we go to the this my living room and we'll sit on the couch together and we watch a little bit of TV before we go to bed. Yeah. And I was just concentrating on getting my tree all nice and decorated. So she left me. She went up to the couch without me. That <laughs> there's no TV. Nobody was going to sit there and watch TV with her. So sad. My other family members were doing other things all by themselves. And uh, so I finally go upstairs because I hear her go towards the top of the stairs and she starts like squealing so loudly. And wow. so I go and check and there she is at the top of the stairs staring me down like, why aren't you up here next to me? This is There's a routine. And I totally broke protocol. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what are you doing? I had to literally finish quickly. And then get upstairs, and then I sat with her on the couch for a good 10 minutes, which I guess she appreciated it. And then I said, is it time for – because then it was bedtime. By the time I got up there, it was late. So I was like, okay, let's go. And so she sleeps um, in my daughter's room. Yeah. So I take her to my daughter's room, and I'm like, okay, it's time for bed. I just totally messed it up. But I've been making it up to her the rest of the week. We have been on, on our routine. On schedule. <laughs> on schedule. Because I don't want to make her mad. She's in her golden years. My bossy little dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sky has been living out on the land full time. She still won't use that dog house that I built that I showed you. Mm -hmm. and yeah. She, it's a cute like Snoopy dog house. It's fantastic. And I don't understand why she won't use it. But Have I you put treats in it to lure her in there? I put her like baby. We call it her baby because it's her little stuffed animal that she grew up with. I put that uh -huh. in there. I put um, treats, a comfy rug, a bed, everything in there. And she still won't sleep in there. And so the other day I came around, I came home, and I was sitting there. And I was like, where is Sky?" And so I walked up on my house, and I have this, like, plank board in front because it's very muddy right now. Um, yeah. I had a plank board sitting there, and I was like, "Sky," And, like, I saw her, and she was just sprawled out. She wasn't responding, and I didn't really see her breathing. And so I was like, yeah. Sky, come on, Sky. And she, like, didn't wake up. And I was like, oh, my God, my dog is dead on my front porch. Like, great. Like, what a great mom I've been. Finally, I was like, Sky, like that. And she woke up and was so confused. She was, like, dead asleep. Like, whoa. Like, on nothing. the plank? On the plank. Like, <laughs> 
just dead asleep, no expression, didn't wake up for anything, like yelling, screaming at her, nothing. And I was like, what is wrong with you, dodo brain? She gets up, she does her, like, you know, her yoga stretches. Mm-hmm. She saunters over and is still half asleep. And I'm like, because I think what it is is she doesn't sleep at night. Yeah. She sleeps during the day. Yeah. Because she's yeah. protecting the She roams that land. My cameras go off. My sensor cameras, they go off all the time. Because she's just walking around the whole land, like the perimeter. It's pretty funny. Wow. She's doing her job. That is why she's, you, she's you feed protective. her. Yeah. yeah <laughs> she doesn't eat as much out on the land and she's lost a lot of weight. So she's busy, very busy. Yeah. She got her new army vest. So she's Mm -hmm. looking tactical. I'll send you a picture of that. Um, She looks cute. I have been watching this show called Silicon Valley. It's been on HBO forever, but it took me a long time to get around to watching it. And I was a little nervous that I wouldn't understand it because I knew it was all about um, IT and tech and stuff like that. And uh, so I had, I would pause and I would text my daughter and I would say, what does this mean? Is it real? And so she would have to come down, watch it with me. And she'd go, yep, all that's real. It's not made up. And uh, so I started watching it and it's really, really funny. And I'm on this, um, I'm on season four, I think of six. There are six seasons. And there was this whole section where they're like, they use this metaphor like we should sell our company for all these millions of dollars because we're basically a sinking ship and to sell would be like going to Hawaii. Can we all go to Hawaii? <laughs> and I thought, oh, that's so nice. And they use that little metaphor for this entire – for at least one or two episodes. And they're like, yeah, we all want to go to Hawaii. Or they all want to go to Hawaii. Everybody always wants to go to Hawaii. Do you? I do. Um, I don't think I would stay there mm-hmm. ever again, but I wouldn't mind visiting for a while. What is, from living on the mainland again, what is the attraction? Can you tell me what it is about Hawaii that everybody wants to come see? Because to me, it doesn't matter where you are. Hawaii is the same. It's just the backdrop is different. Um. I think the appeal is like how much Hollywood and the media like drum up how beautiful Hawaii is and like, and it is like oceans are nice. Don't you but think our the, entire planet is quite beautiful? It is, but there's something about the allure of Hawaii, right? Tropical drinks, sitting on the beach, not doing anything. Um, but what they fail to like show is the crime, the sex trafficking, the co- corruption, the you know the monopolies that I think control. they leave that for those those uh those uh, drama shows like Hawaii Five O and NCIS. I mean, I heard the new them, NCIS Hawaii is bombing. Like they're probably going to cancel it because it's just not good. The characters are not good. <clears throat> well, then they have to improve their writing. They have to get better writers, pay them more. I don't know. Well, they're just like rewriting what um NC are. Uh, they're just basically copying Hawaii Five O. You know, oh, like that sh- might be why nobody wants to watch it. Well, Vanessa Lachey, no offense, is not Hawaiian. And neither are any, most of the cast members are not from Hawaii. And they mm-hmm. don't, re- like, they try to speak pigeon and it doesn't work. Oh, that could be it. I haven't been able to watch it. Um, just because I know what it's like when I, like, from my point of view, watching these shows based here, it's, it's a little cringy. 
Cringy, yeah. Chuggy, I mean, cringy. when you watch shows based in Texas, do you cringe? Yeah, like 911 Lone Star or Walker, Texas Ranger, the new one. The original one's good because it's Chuck Norris and Chuck Norris mm-hmm. is Chuck Norris. But yeah, they're cringy because they're like Austin. Austin's so great. Austin has no traffic. Austin has no homelessness. And I'm like, what Austin are you living in? The opposite of what I described. Like, it's busy. It's got a lot of homelessness. Cost of living is very high. I thought Austin was supposed to be like the really cool liberal part of Texas. No. Not at all? There's always... There's always going to be that conservative bunch that is ultra wealthy and old money versus the tech liberals, right? Because there's a lot of tech companies that are out there. But the thing with Texas is old oil money and gas and stuff like that still rules, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. There's a lot of those people here in Hawaii. I've met a few. Yeah. Oil and gas? Yeah. That's like their second home is Hawaii. Yeah. Or they have multiple. Mm, Yeah. They just have multiple. Even in the same neighborhood. Just because they want to buy out their neighbors. It's crazy. That is crazy. To just, like, they knock on the door and they've got cash. They're like, I would like to buy your house. Wow. Have you seen that? I've heard several stories about that. Being in real estate. (laughs) <laughs> I've, I've heard several stories about exactly that. So here's my question. You got bags of money, right? Uh-huh. You go up somebody and buy their home in cash. And I give you my keys and I walk out the door. Don't you still have to pay taxes on the cash money that you just got? Um, you Everything has to still be recorded some way. Um, documents have to actually be signed. You need attorneys and things like that. That's what escrow companies are for. I have not seen enough um, like actual cash purchases. I've only I've only heard of like one um, from an escrow company where a client literally showed up with that much cash. That was when houses were a lot cheaper. Now you're talking millions of dollars that they would have to show up. It's really hard to carry large duffel bags of money without being noticed. Yeah, money is heavy. Cash, it's paper. And that much paper <laughs> is heavy. Let's just say, <laughs> as lovely as money is, it's heavy. You really just want it all digital in your bank account. And use your little lightweight plastic credit card. Do you ever wonder, like, what would happen if everything failed and all that digital cash, your check ba- your balance just went to zero? Like, what what would you do? Um, so that question has been posed to me before. Not identity, Um, but like, no, no, no. Like the economy crashed and nobody was accepting money because just pieces of paper and it would be considered worthless because governments, whatever failed and now their money is worthless. Right. Right. Because it's just paper. So the person that I had this very long in-depth conversation and the answer was going back to what is always going to be valuable. And we came up with minerals, gold, yeah, jewels. Yeah. You just go back to the basics, um, things that you can provide, food. It would just be, it would just become trading, like what you have. Commodities. 
Mm-hmm. Assets. Yep. Although you have this very interesting cheetah statue that I don't know what that's going to value be valued for if it the world if the world I don't know maybe you could get a bag of flour for it from somebody who really fell in love with it. No. Maybe a bag of rice. <laughs> I mean you have to think about the things that you have and you look around and you go can I really trade that for something else? Like if I needed to. And it's kind of a worry on our little island. We are isolated and we are highly dependent for everything. Fuel, food, um, it's all shipped in. And with the craziness of the shipping industry and what's, I don't even know if that's, I'm, I'm afraid to look. I don't even know if they've got their got it all sorted out yet. How much is but, gas right now? <clears throat> oh, it's like four dollars twenty three cents, I think. Oh, that's cheaper than California. Yeah, but they have a they have a whole bunch of new taxes that they just added. Who? California. Yeah. So Hawaii is so um, <laughs> dependent on everything being shipped in that if our money became worthless, um. I'd have to honestly go, well, what can I trade? What do I have that's valuable? And Ginger. What does somebody else have? Oh, no. She's family. I can't Legit. trade people. Legit. She's our furry people human. She's our furry human. Does she look at you family when you member. That? She's like, don't trade me, bitch. Nope. She's totally sleepy. No. She's always sleepy. I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to. Um, plants. You know, Miley. you'd have to like plants. start making things. Yeah, I have a lot of plants. Yeah, you could trade some plants. You need to make edible plants. That's what you need to do. <laughs> edible plants. My neighbors have the most gorgeous papaya tree that um, it's like right up against my property. Yeah. And my mom, oh, I should say, my mom just gave me new seeds for rainbow papaya. So Ooh, I'm going to be yum. growing that oh really soon. Yum. Yeah. I don't know why you never let me just take fruit that is conveniently the, over the wall from the neighbors yeah they don't care you have to it has to be given to you the tree is giving it, it to me i don't care about the person the tree, the tree is just you know what was so weird is one day i was sitting out by the tree the mango tree and i was looking at its fruit and i said i would really love to have a mango the next day i went someplace and a guy offered me a mango like um a friend at one of our paddling events Oh, wow. He offered me a mango and it was from his tree. And then all of a sudden it clicked and I saw the movie, the avatar, the avatar, you know, where all the trees are connected and the planet. And I was like, oh, this is it. This mango tree talked to his mango tree to bring an extra mango so he could give it to me. I like it. (laughs) And then weirdly, the next few days, I kept getting offers for free mangoes from other people. So you just got to ask a tree. That's you can't what I was doing. One. I was like, can I have a mango, please? You look so good. You didn't ask the tree. You asked me to give you the pool skimmer pool thing to <laughs> go and reach it. Like, you don't think they're going to see this big, giant pool skimmer coming over the wall for you to no, go? No, I think it would actually have been mildly entertaining. And if TikTok existed when we were doing that, I'm pretty sure that would have been an epic TikTok. <laughs> it was like stealing mangoes from your neighbor. No, there was um, in my neighborhood, I would see it when I would bike ride 
people who have mango trees and they would just collect their mangoes and they would put it out front in a basket or a box. And they, they don't do that free. anymore. You know why? They, because mangoes are worth money now. No, they still do. Do they? They still do. Okay, yeah. Well, when I'm up there, I better get some mangoes. You better let me pick them from the box. <laughs> we'll have, you have to go early, but I yeah. know which houses it. I know where they are. Thanks for joining us for another episode of My Ties at Sunset. Please be sure to check us out at MyTiesAtSunset.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other places you like to listen to your favorite podcasts. Also, check out all of Mai's wonderful videos of Hawaii and different hotspots because she is literally sending all of you out there little <laughs> bits of Hawaii. So thank you, Mai, for all that. Oh, you are so welcome. Um, don't forget to check out our website. Your new um, blog post is up. And hopefully, keep checking back on YouTube. I will have all of our recipe videos up that I have been trying to get through forever. So that should be around soon, I hope. Anyway, in the meantime, I wish everybody happy November, happy fall, happy winter. And until we meet again, ahoy ho. Ahoy ho.